0: What's your story? Whether you are a client or an independent financial advisor, we know you face many important decisions that can affect your and your clients long-term financial success. Welcome to the WIN Podcast. What's important now with Corey Heimenson, accredited investment fiduciary and president of Heimenson Wealth Advisors. In this podcast, Corey helps you identify your goals and objectives through financial education and comprehensive planning, while inspiring you to make better behavioral decisions in your personal finance. With a twist on pop culture and current events, join us as we explore growth and protection strategies for individuals, advisors, and their businesses. Come and discover what's important to you now.
1: Hello and welcome to the Win Podcast with Corey Hymanson. Corey, what's going on? I am fired up, Eric. Yeah, I know you are. We were talking before the recording and uh, your energy is just absolutely coming through the microphone into my ears. You've got me jazzed. I'm I'm excited. You've got a great topic today.
2: Well, and it's funny because I've I've done this type of business or this work, this industry for a long, long time. And every now and then I just think I I come up with a great new light bulb type moment and I just get excited. So I'm here, I'm here today.
1: Well, I love light bulb moments because usually it's light that I've never turned on before. So I'm, I'm basking in the glow of your idea. Let's do this. You bet. All right. So tell the audience what we're talking about today.
2: So our, our title today is New Year, New Focus at Hymanson Wealth Advisors. And so as you listen to this podcast, we are early in in January of 2023. Yeah. And so we want to just throw out some new exciting things we're trying to bring to the table. Okay. And
1: kind of how you termed it is that you're going to really highlight some value add things that you're doing for all of your clients moving forward.
2: Right. And just because it's January, I, I don't want to view this as a, a new year's resolution, you know, because this is the time of year where we all get flooded with the TV commercials for, for joining a gym and becoming somebody great. And and we know how that ends.
1: Well, of course, perfectly every time. <laughs> Right? So so how it? about you?
2: I mean, are, are you a New Year's resolution type guy or no? Uh,
1: yes, to a certain extent. Now, now you know my background. I've, I've been a coaching consultant for a very, very long time. Um, I am about not necessarily New Year's resolutions, but goal setting. Um, find that New Year's resolutions, as much as I've done them early on in my lifetime and sat there and shared with my family, we go around kind of talk about that or whatever. It's great until February. <laughs> and then I have to kind of look back and say, now, what have I truly done? Um, so I just use a different kind of format. I do goal setting throughout the year at different points and not just new year's resolution, because I find that it, when it comes to that time of year, it just doesn't stick with me. I've got to really sit down and like quarterly make some goals, have an outline and do all that where it's more formal and it seems to work well. New year's resolutions don't. I just, and most of them around exercise and let's just be honest, Corey.
2: It, oh, I'm yeah, you're spot that. on. You know, most resolutions don't stick for a whole year. But but I think most of them are related to either being healthier in some mm-hmm. fashion or exercise. Or they're about money, saving more money or paying down credit cards, whatever. But you're right. I think the goal setting, and we've talked about that before, too. But, you know, that's important. But as you mentioned those words, it, it gives me a flashback. I know you always roll your eyes when we record these. And I say, no. I've got a flashback or I have Dude, a tangent. I love these I've got me. one. So this goes back. This is probably about three years ago. Every year in August, I go and speak to the the local school district, to all the school teachers at their opening meetings before the the school year starts. Mm -hmm. And I went in there that day and and I said to them, I'm going to set a goal before you see me next year. I'll come back and I'm going to report back. But I said, I'm going to exercise three times a week for the next 52 weeks. So what's that going to be, you know, 250 times or something like that. They all laugh. So I come back the next year and I've got a index card in my pocket with a number written on it pull it out show it to them and I, I showed them an 88 that I had exercised 88 times that I had tracked in the year instead of 250 and they laughed and then I said to them you know I set a goal but if I hadn't set that goal I wouldn't have exercised 88 times so I made some mm. progress you know this yeah. wasn't a complete epic disaster even if you're all laughing at me and and I could see the light bulb come on for them like ah oh, well yeah that kind of makes sense
1: hey I'm I'm going to improve your I'm going to improve your uh, your thought right there OK, because if we went by your numbers, then it, w- it was definitely a little bit lower than you thought. But my math tells me that three times fifty two is one hundred and fifty six. <laughs> right.
2: So I'm the numbers 100. guy. What I say? Two fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> no, but here's the good news is that
1: eighty eight is more than half of that one fifty six. Yeah. You, yeah, you, you passed a halfway somebody. mark. I
2: was somebody. I'm telling you,
1: it's good news. Oh, but that's well. actually a really good point that you make, you know, that. If you hadn't made the goal you wouldn't even hit 88 maybe maybe one of the eights would be on that card right right exactly
2: i did eight times and i ate potato chips i you set me straight i think our work is done here today all right (laughs) next time everybody tune in all right no you know but so you know if new year's resolutions only work 10 percent of the time we don't want to go there so i'm going to give you my word i'm going to give everybody that's listening to my word we're going to we're going to throw out this value-added objective and we're going to get after it and we're going to do this okay so there you go and then we can hold me accountable for for a year from from this and and see how i did if i was accurate
1: okay deal i'm, I'm the one holding you accountable you know that right I'm just gonna there show you go
2: day. And, and and so here it is you know essentially whether we're meeting with a client face-to-face this next year or a prospect or if it's a phone meeting or a virtual meeting whatever it is I am going to look them in the eye, or my staff is, and we are going to ask one question. And that question is, what is the biggest problem or concern in your life, Mr. or Mrs. Client or Mr. Mm-hmm. or Mrs. Prospect? And we're going to clarify that by saying, I'm not talking about investing numbers, I'm not talking about finance. I'm, you know, I want to know what is concerning you at night. Mm-hmm. And this is going to shock people, but and they're, they're going to be confused. I can almost picture the deer in the headlights eyes on me. You know, and the point is, success in this industry or in, in finances or wealth is not about plus and minuses or performance or beating that index on your statements and your accounts. It's, it's so much bigger, so much bigger. And here's the real kicker. If, if you're working with a, a great professional, No matter what the industry they should be able to hear your concern or your problem and if they can't directly immediately solve it they should have steps that can improve your situation to Mm -hmm. hopefully further you down the path to solving it
1: absolutely and knowing you and and as long as i've been working with you you have a huge network of folks so Pretty much anything that they come up with, you're going to be able to point them in the right direction.
2: Yeah. And and here's the huge light bulb moment. What's the name of the podcast? What's important now? Absolutely. Holy cats! This is episode uh, 19. It took me 19 episodes to circle this all back and put it together. <laughs> Damn.
1: Uh, but there was a lot of good podcasts before this.
2: Yeah. You know, I mean, so I understand we keep hitting some of these points maybe time and again or episode and then another episode five times later. But you can tell the excitement and the passion I've got here today. I'm going to try and bring this the whole year to every client because it's important.
1: Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to challenge you on this. Or not I'm going to challenge you. We can delete this from the podcast. We can edit this right out if you don't want this on in there. But uh, I've, I've worked with some families for a very long time in different aspects, not as an advisor like you. And I know that you have seen, you know, a husband and wife not necessarily be on the same page. I would love for you to ask this question and just give them both like a little uh, notebook, right? And just tell them write down your answer so they don't say it out loud so that you know, because if you ask my wife and I, sure, we could come up with an answer together, but if we were asked that question separately, we may come up with something different and you can help them tackle two issues. The one that's important to the wife
2: and the one that's important to the husband. That's brilliant. I mean, that, that is really good because you're right. Whenever you sit down with two people, I think generally there's going to be one of them that, that maybe drives the the conversation a little bit Absolutely. more. And the other one's going to be a little more soft-spoken or, or feel like they shouldn't say or ask things. Um, <laughs> tangent number two from Corey. Here we go. <laughs> you know, investment companies in in this industry are always trying to come up with uh, little tools that they can give advisors like us to to improve client experiences you mm-hmm. know and, th- and there mm-hmm. was a couple of years ago that gave me it was essentially like a deck of cards maybe we've talked about this before too i don't know but I you know, would so. have a picture of a but of a sure. boat or yeah. grandkids or whatever and and The goal was to give these decks of cards to the clients and have them you know shuffle them without the spouse seeing and then and then lay them out to see which one was the most important so Mm -hmm. i mean kind of the same sort of exercise but a lot of those were really not related to problems i don't think they were more like goals and so this today my mind is really going to you know boy let's let's solve for what scares you or worries Mm -hmm. you and and we see this too as as people get older those worries change and, and sometimes people that are in their 80s or older they might worry about things that they really don't need to worry about but by all means let's try and comfort those people
1: well we all live in our own moment in our own bubble and so having somebody look from the outside is is always beneficial so taking your example you've got somebody in their 80 80s who's like i'm really scared of running out of money or i'm worried about running out of money and you're on the outside looking in going I'm looking at everything. Let's go through the numbers. You, unless you live to 187, you're going to be fine, right? (laughs) Giving them that freedom. uh, You've told me this before that you've done this before that you've actually had to tell clients, Hey, look, you know, you should probably take a vacation. You should probably treat yourself a little better than you are right now, because you have the funds. You're not going to run out and and you could travel and enjoy family more or whatever the case may be. Perfect example.
2: Just, this is about a month ago. I'm talking to a client and she's complaining. She had a CD at her local bank and less interest on it than the postage stamp that the statement had mm. to mail it to her. You know, yep. That's a little bit of exaggeration, but she says, they are, they just aren't paying me for this money at the bank. And I reminded her that I said, how many, you have two kids and they're married and they have grandkids. And, you know, I mean, I said, you guys went to Disney world, right? Like eight, 10 years ago. And she says, yeah, oh, it was wonderful. It's magical. I said, why don't you do it again? And she she looked at me and she says, "I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna cash in that account when it matures. I'm gonna take all of them to Florida." And she had the biggest grin on her face. And the reason I said it was not to just spend money and boost up the economy of Florida, it was because it was money she's not gonna need. Yeah. So and we oh man, we've said that before too. It's experiences. Mm-hmm. Life is about experiences. Is what the real values are. It's not your pile of greenbacks that lay in a box when you're, you know, checking out of this existence.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this. What what about clients that bring up health concerns? Right? My my biggest concern right now, Corey is my health, you know. I I've got these issues. I'm you know, I've seen a doctor, he's going to refer me to a specialist, so that's what's on my
2: mind right now. Yeah. I, I think you hit my first answer right there. Seek out the professionals that can assess the situation and and hopefully improve it. Yeah. Then my, my planning hat goes to, you know, we have two things in the world that we can't avoid, right? Death and taxes. Mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. so let's be planned, you know, let's have documents in place, whether that's power of attorney, living will, trusts to avoid probate. I mean, a lot of those tools then come to my mind that all of those are conversations or maybe it's gifting and, you know, but again, it comes back to making somebody comfortable that they appreciate and feel good about the plan and all of those things I just talked about we're not talking about numbers on statements. Mhm. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're they're solving for what's what's the most urgent or important thing I need to talk about today. Yeah.
1: And it's not that you can, you know, refer them to a specialist. that's going to give them a cure, right? It's what you're able to do is you're able to say, okay, let's talk this through. What are the pain points of that specific situation? If, if it is their health, well, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. So the unknown, that's always scary, but the reassurance that you're able to give because of the planning that you've done that at least won't keep them up at night. There, there's nothing you can do about the tests that their doctor is going to give them. They're, those are going to come when they're going to come. However, Knowing that their family is going to be okay, knowing that their spouse is going to be okay. Um, th- in my lifetime, Corey, I'll just, I mean, just um, I feel like I'm la- laying on a therapist's couch right now. Uh, in, in my lifetime, the thing that's kept me awake the most at night has always been, number one, money issues, especially when I was younger and broke uh, and had a brand new family. And then the second one was my children right? Are they okay? How are they doing in school? Are they making friends? Are they, you know, are they doing the right thing, making good choices? Those are the two things in that order that kept me up the most, um, in my current lifetime. And now money is less of an issue. My children are still always on my mind, but I don't have as many worries because they're adult children now. So we go through these phases and I love the fact that you're with these families through all these phases and that you, you've you watched their children grow up, you've watched their children have children, and so your clients have grandchildren. Um, you're alongside step-by-step.
2: Step. Exactly. And now you're, you're <laughs> tangent three? How many tangents Bring we got it. today? But I don't know if this is really a tangent, because it really ties into what you just said. Not that long ago, I was reading a book, it was called The Power of Habit. You know, a lot of it was, uh, you know, to break a habit, you gotta have repetition, you gotta have a... Uh, a reward of sorts, Mm -hmm. but there was a quote in there. I've got it here somewhere. And this was from an organizational psychologist. His name was Carl Weick, and it's a little wordy. So we're going to, we're going to dumb it down in Corey language after I read this. But he said, small wins do not combine in a neat linear serial form with each step being a demonstrable step closer to some predetermined goal. So now my, my interpretation of that, for anybody that still stayed onto the podcast, is, <laughs> you know, small little wins. They're not going to be lined up in order and you can connect the dots and just see the whole trail to success land. But what really comes down is if you look back in life, you know, if we did this experience right experiment right now, we look back in life, we could probably identify in each of our lives some small little things that were a win. And if you piece these things together, You know, eventually you can see where maybe invisible things that you didn't think about or weren't aware of suddenly popped up, but you know what, all these little wins came together and got you to a better place. Mm -hmm. And that's really kind of what we're talking about today. You know, whether you're, you're posing these problem questions on your kids growing up or friends or healthcare or whatever it is, if you think about solving little things or putting out this little fire and putting out that little fire and eventually you've got your stuff under control and I think you, you get an inner peace that ties into success, whatever success is defined as for people.
1: Yeah. So let's go back to the beginning of this podcast. Really? I'm curious what brought on this initiative? What, what made you think about this as something that you really wanted to initiate in 2023?
2: I am never content because I care too darn much about clients. You know what I mean? I am so passionate about this industry that I want to raise the bar each and every day, essentially, but you know that that's too frequently that, that you have to go back to an initiative of, hey, I like this idea of it's a new year and I know people think about resolutions, but they're going to come and go. This is something that I can put my hat on, hang it out here for the world to hear today, and by all means, my team and i are going to put in every last minute of effort we can to provide more value to clients because there's lots of advisors in the country and again not everybody has to come and see me and work with my team but professionals no matter what the industry should bring value and if i can add one more valuable piece to to my clients repertoire in 2023 i'm gonna do it
1: yeah well I think that it, it goes back to, if you're not continually trying to not necessarily reinvent yourself, but again, like, like you said, add something of value to the clients that you currently work with, if you're stagnant and not doing anything, it's very easy for them to find somebody else that will right. And, and I think I've shared with you that I had an advisor, my, my very first advisor, we had some money with, I heard from them once a year. It was like, check it in. How are you doing? Doing great. Okay. Talk to you next year. (laughs) there was nothing else and am i with that advisor today Corey? no
2: <laughs> i no. know the i know the answer i'm guessing right. the answer.
1: yeah i mean and the thing is it's not that you have to bring something else to your clients or to the audience every time but if you can why not if somebody if this is if this one question is going to change one person's mind or one person's thought process on where they're at and what they're doing you've succeeded period
2: Exactly. And that's what this is about. It's no different. Now I'm I'm thinking about my wife when we moved into our house, which was originally built in nineteen seventy two and it had pink, somewhat shaggy uh, type yes. carpet throughout the house, and she says to me, We gotta replace all this carpet. I said, Well, I don't I don't know why. It looks looks like it's pretty good shape, you know. And and what about the paneling, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and and she opened my eyes, she's like you got to move with the times and you got to improve things over time. You can't just live in the past. Status quo is not always acceptable. Yeah. No, you got a smart wife. Yeah, she's all right. <laughs> 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 edit team, edit team. Yeah. No, <laughs> <We're> <laughs> no she's great. And edit team. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, oh, yeah, I'm just, I think I'm more excited now as we wrap up this podcast than I was when we started it. But, you know. Why wouldn't, and I've seen this quote or I've said this before in other podcasts. Why wouldn't we, why wouldn't we raise the bar and try and work harder? Well,
1: here, okay. This is why I love working with you, man, because what you've, you've made me think about is that I'm actually going to ask this question. I'm not going to, you know, audiences listening to this in January. We're recording it before that. I'm not going to wait till January. I'm going to ask my kids this exact question. What is your biggest concern right now? What, what is the one thing that's on your mind the most that maybe keeps you up at night or the biggest problem or concern in your life? If you want to share that with me, right? What can I do to help you with that? I don't, I don't ask my kids that question. You know, they're adults. I, you know, yeah. I, I, Hey, Hey son, how's this going? How's that going? You know, he's doing some work on his house. Hey, you know, buddy, I'm going to come over later and we can tackle that problem or whatever. But I've never thought to ask him, well, what's the biggest concern in your life? Is there something that you're, thinking about right now or trying to figure out that he hasn't voiced to me or that
2: my daughter hasn't voiced to me. So thank you. This is great. Yeah. Great. No, that's awesome. And I get it. Just what you're saying. Everybody in the world is busy. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. it's easy to stay in your own little world. And maybe you forget to ask that question of others and maybe they don't even want to answer it for you, but if you get them thinking about it, maybe that's even enough of a push for them to go solve or solidify whatever they're trying to solidify.
1: Yeah. Well, if you're uh connected with Corey in any way. And uh, whether, you know, if you're a client and you're listening to this podcast and you haven't had a meeting yet where Corey's asked you this question, it's coming, right? So start thinking about it. And if you don't wanna wait till your meeting, I'm sure Corey, you wouldn't mind taking an email and saying, hey, here's my biggest concern. You know, when can we talk about this? I know that you've got a team supporting you. Um, There's lots of folks that are there to help. Um, And if you're not a client, I would encourage you to to reach out to Corey and, and just have a conversation to see, what he does for real? I mean, this the podcast gives you just a brief glimpse of what he does, uh, but Corey, you do so much more.
2: Absolutely, I, I appreciate those comments, and and they are all absolutely on point. You know, we are we are here to assist. We're here to have conversations,
1: and we like talking to people. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, how do they talk to you? What's the best way
2: to get a hold of you? Let's go with our phone number. Okay eight eight hundred six five seven four, three, one,
1: six. Fantastic. Corey, again, great idea. Great stuff, man. I'm so excited you, like you said, I'm, I'm more jazz now after the podcast. Than, than even before, when I was thinking about this idea,
2: <laughs> that's awesome. Maybe we should both go join a gym and, you know, really get after that healthcare stuff too. Let's not push it. Okay. I agree.
1: Okay. All right, Corey, again, thank you so much for your time today. Right on. Thank you, Eric. You bet. And our last thank you always goes to you. The listening audience. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Win Podcast. And if you're new to the podcast, just remember Win stands for What's Important Now. And that's what Corey and his team are tackling. So thank you again for listening to the Win Podcast with Corey Hymanson. And if you've not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Corey comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And we humbly ask that you share this podcast, rate it, and leave a review, as this actually will help others find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today for everyone at Hymanson Wealth Advisors. This is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Win podcast. What's important now? The show that helps you achieve your financial dreams. To ask questions about topics covered during the show or get a copy of Stop Doing Dumb Things With Your Money by Corey Heimanson, visit www.HeimansonWealth.com or give us a call at 712-472-3867. Don't forget to click the follow button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc., Hyman's and Wealth Advisors and Securities America are separate entities.